It's Monday, February 5th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other important things going on in our community. Today, we explore the story of Jake Karchner, a figure well-known within the Cochise County Sheriff's Office, particularly for his pioneering role in the Ranch Patrol Unit. Now, after two decades of dedicated service, he's embarking on a new chapter. Before we begin, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. Did you know that Arizona native Mare Winningham is an actress and singer-songwriter who has earned two Primetime Emmy Awards and nominations for an Academy Award, two Golden Globes, and two Tonys. She won Emmys for Amber Waves and George Wallace. She attended Chatsworth High School in Los Angeles, where she was part of an uncommonly successful class. She acted opposite classmate Kevin Spacey in The Sound of Music, dating Val Kilmer, and graduating valedictorian. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Benson Hospital. Their diagnostic imaging department ensures that patients have access to high-quality diagnostic capabilities. They recently gained a new 64-slice CT scanner, ultrasound system, and x-ray equipment, as well as an upgraded MRI suite. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. Jake Karchner is a figure well-known within the Cochise County Sheriff's Office, particularly for his pioneering role in the Ranch Patrol Unit. But after two decades of dedicated service, Karchner is embarking on a new chapter, one that involves retirement from his law enforcement career and a foray into the political arena alongside managing the Mezcal movie set with his family. Karchner's law enforcement journey began in his early 20s, culminating in a 20-year tenure that saw him become the first member of the Sheriff's Ranch Patrol in 2013. This initiative was born out of discussions with Cochise County Sheriff Mark Dannels, aiming to strengthen connections with the county's largely rural community. The patrol later evolved, working closely with the Southeast Arizona Border Region Enforcement Unit to tackle various challenges, including animal cruelty cases and border-related crimes. As Karchner prepares to retire from the Cochise County Sheriff's Office, his aspirations extend beyond his ranching heritage. Announcing his candidacy for the District 3 seat of the Cochise County Board of Supervisors, Karchner is ready to leverage his extensive knowledge of the county and its residents into meaningful political engagement. Despite the competitive landscape and seven other candidates vying for the same seat, Karchner's unique blend of law enforcement background and deep community ties positions him as a formidable contender. Throughout his career, Karchner has emphasized the importance of community policing, a principle that has guided the Ranch Patrol's operations. This approach has fostered a strong sense of trust and reliability among the county's ranching and agricultural communities, ensuring they have a dependable point of contact within the Sheriff's Office. As we delve into Karchner's story, we also hear from Jesse Mitchell, his partner in the Ranch Patrol since 2020, who shares insights into Karchner's influence on him and the broader community. Sheriff Daniels echoes this sentiment, highlighting Karchner's instrumental role in building partnerships and trust with local ranchers and farmers. Karchner's parting message to the people of Cochise County is a reflection of his commitment to service, encouraging residents to connect with their local deputies, who are ready and willing to help with their concerns. 
Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace First, Sierra Vista A since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, in case you missed our special Sunday edition, here's managing editor Matt Hickman and reporter Terry Joe Neff uncovering the stark realities facing Cochise County's courts. All right, well, tell us a little bit about what you found in your uh, your investigations. Obviously, you cover the courts a lot, so you're very familiar with it. For people who are familiar with the court scene, what are they going to learn from what your uh, reporting shows in today's paper? Well, as with any part of the government, Matt, we have problems with budgeting, You know, whether it's a city or a county. Cochise County, for the last several years, has really had problems. The Board of Supervisors hasn't really addressed those on a financial basis, nor has the Arizona Supreme Court. And then in 2023, one and 2022 when the border situation blew up, Cochise County really got nailed with a lot of hundreds actually of new felony cases. And that has just put some demands on our judicial system that has finally gotten to the breaking point. And all of those long ignored problems um, are now coming to a head. What would you say the biggest problem is? I mean, is it just a lack of talent? I mean, obviously you mentioned resources. Is, is it trying to get, is it difficult to get recruit talented jurists here? Sure. Well, one of the major issues is a fact that we just don't have enough court staff, and that includes both in the clerk's office, the support staff, uh, security, but also mainly our attorneys, whether it's the prosecutors or defense attorneys. Even when the county is willing to pay attorneys from Tucson or even Phoenix to come down here under contract, those payment amounts are just paltry compared to what they could uh, make in their own counties. And so we're not we're getting good staff, Matt. We really are getting good attorneys. We just aren't getting enough of them. And it's gotten everybody to the point where they just can't handle anymore. And uh, we're seeing that that show up in courts. Cases are taking way too long to get, get resolved. Our jail has way too many people in it. Right. <laughs> and and it, everybody is just um, starting to find out that we can't continue like this anymore. And it's all come to a head. Uh, so for a lot of cases, there seems like there's a lot of uh, plea bargain sought, which is true anywhere. But is it especially bad in Cochise where they're trying to avoid trial because they just don't have the resources? Well, not only don't they have the resources, but we also don't have the jury pool. So that, that is also a major issue. We do about 15 felony trials a year. That can result in maybe 100 people being called for each trial. They don't all obviously end up on the jury pool, but... Mm. They still have to come in. We have to pay them to come in. We have all of that expense there. Plea deals really are supposed to be to resolve the cases in the best judicial way, whether it's helping the victim get over an assault and getting that done, whether it's a first-time offender who just really doesn't need to be in prison. We need to get them out of the the court system and into probation, um, into treatment, things like that. And so... Everyone always complains about plea deals, but 98% of your cases are going to have to get resolved that way in Cochise County because we don't have the money. We also don't have the court system set up. If we were suddenly to have 500 trials a year mm-hmm. instead of 15, the whole system would actually come to a stop. 
Wow. And uh, I understand that there has, for some time, there hasn't been a Cochise Bar Association, but there is one local uh, longtime uh, attorney uh, and judge here, and she's uh, kind of uh, spearheading bringing this back. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So Laura Cardinal was a longtime experienced attorney in Cochise County. She ran for judge a few years ago. She served one term as a Superior Court judge. And one of the things she had noticed is that there just wasn't that camaraderie between attorneys that used to be in the system when she came here, you know, several years ago. And so now that she's not a judge, she has helped really resurrect the local bar association. Uh, It's headed up by prosecutors. They have defense attorneys. They have private attorneys, folks that are covering all kinds of different parts of the legal system. And it's trying to bring that cohesiveness, that training, all of that back in and have kind of a, um, we might be opponents in the courtroom, but we're professionals outside the court. Right. And with things like that and potentially a turnover in the makeup of the Board of Supervisors and maybe some other factors, do you think there is a bright future? Could we be turning the corner on this and maybe? uh... Well, I think one of the most important things is something that Justice, Chief Justice Brutnell said last, uh, last week when he was in town. The public needs to understand our court system. And that's really, I think, where we're trying with Sunday's edition is to get people to understand a little bit more about every single part of our court system. And then let folks understand that, okay, if you want a good judiciary, you've got to put the money up for it. And perhaps that means that the public needs to come out and maybe call out our supervisors who are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on expenses in one area that maybe isn't necessary. And let's put that money into our judicial system. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Didi Rodriguez, the Executive Director here at Prestige Assisted Living. We are offering a free guide on heart health for older adults on our website at prestigecanhelp.com. It includes information on common heart health risk and tips on how nutrition, fitness, sleep, and stress management can promote a healthy heart. Visit prestigecanhelp.com to download your free guide today. Again, that is prestigecanhelp.com. Now an event coming up that you should know about. Today at 4.30 p.m., head over to the Sierra Vista Public Library for an introductory drawing class. You'll learn the basics of drawing, highlighting structure, sighting, perspective, and more. You can bring your own sketching materials or use those provided. Participants are encouraged to register ahead of time by calling or emailing the library. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Judy Bennett. Judy was born in Honeyoy Falls, New York in 1946. She was raised in West Bloomfield, New York, and graduated from Lima High School. Judy worked as a human resources manager, most recently at the Windermere Hotel in Sierra Vista. She lived in Sierra Vista for the past 19 years and was a communicant of Holy Family Catholic Community at Fort Huachuca. She is survived by her husband, Randall, two sons, ten grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Judy's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. 
Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.